Hey guys, and welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Road to 2021 series. And before we get stuck into the meat of the episode, we just wanted to remind you guys that if you do enjoy these episodes, please remember to repost them onto your Instagram stories, tag myself, tag Tierra, tag the Bodybuilding Dietitians. Also, if you are interested in our coaching services, you can head over to our website, which is www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com, which you can also find in the show notes and any of our Instagram bios as well. Awesome. So yeah, so this is episode eight now, and technically it actually should be episode nine, right? But we actually missed last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So guys, we actually chose to not record any podcasts last week. And the reasoning for that is just because of everything going on in the world right now and everything going on on social media. And we just didn't think that it was necessarily appropriate to be posting our regular health and fitness content, you know? And what I'm referring to is the horrific murder of George Floyd, which happened on the 25th of May. And as you are well aware, I am sure that has caused a worldwide response for anti-racism movements and the Black Lives Matter movement. And there have been protests, there have been riots, not just in the USA, but worldwide. I think on almost every single continent, probably other than Antarctica. So, <laughs> you know, it has really, really caused this humongous worldwide response. And with everything going on on social media last week in terms of, you know, Blackout Tuesday, people trying to raise awareness for anti-racism and people going to protest, people going to riots, Jack and I just did not think that it was appropriate to post, you know, podcasts because we think that this is such an important topic and if people are going to dedicate their time listening to a podcast you know last week it was really important you know and it was a priority that they dedicated their time listening to a podcast about what is going on in the world right now and there were some phenomenal podcasts released across multiple different channels right so uh that's the reasoning why we didn't post last week so we've actually had a two-week hiatus but I just kind of wanted to touch on that, you know, because when awful things happen like this in the world, sometimes I feel paralyzed when it comes to the internet and social media, and I don't necessarily know how to respond. And in the past, you know, I've pretty much always considered myself a political one because I don't know much about politics. And also I'm a tough person, you know, but I'm also very sensitive too. And I don't necessarily like getting myself involved in things that are controversial or, you know, very just negative things that are really going to bring me down because if I'm down and if I'm in a negative headspace, right, how am I supposed to help anybody else? So in the past, when these sorts of things happen, I personally just make the choice not to necessarily get involved on the internet, right? And that is a personal choice and I respect anyone else who has that choice too because we are all entitled to how we choose to act on the internet and what we choose to say. But that does not mean that I was not involved in any way by educating myself about anti-racism, educating myself about the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, signing petitions, keeping up to date with the news, absolutely everything. But at last week, I just chose to not post anything on social media in regards to this. And I actually got some backlash from a few of my friends. And 
Probably rightly so, you know, because they said, Thierry, you have a social media platform, you know, you should be using as this as a tool to educate other people. And at first, you know, I kindly just justified my response by saying, you know, I completely support this movement, but I personally just don't feel comfortable talking about this on the internet because ultimately I was scared, you know, I, I, I wasn't that educated in terms of, you know, this whole anti-racism movement. And I didn't feel as though I had large enough of a platform in order to educate others, you know, and also you see other accounts, right? Much larger accounts educating others. And sometimes it's easy to fall into that trap of saying like, you know, awareness is being raised, you know, all of these other people who have much greater reach, they're talking about it, people know about this, you know, it's not gonna make much of a difference if I don't post anything. But on the flip side, sometimes you have to think about that, right? Because what if everyone thought like that? Everyone thought that they didn't have a voice and that they didn't have a say. If every single person thought like that, no one would speak up and there would never be change. So to be honest, I admire absolutely everyone who is talking about this topic and I think it's incredibly important because Gosh, to, in today's day and age, this just should not be happening. You know, people across the world should be treating each other with dignity and respect because we're all human beings. And it doesn't matter what you look like, you know, or what color your skin is or your religion or your cultural beliefs or what language you speak, you know, we should all be treated as equals. And I think that is such an important message to deliver and I'm so glad that people are standing up for themselves, standing up for others, you know, and truly fighting for this because because the world is coming together right now, I truly believe that there is going to be change and it's very important that people are speaking about this, you know, speaking about it to their friends and their family members, you know and you know signing petitions and listening to the news and some people are choosing to go to protests and all of these different things in order to be involved but at the same time i also think that actions will always speak louder than words and the way that you carry yourself as an individual every single day throughout your life you know demonstrating that you treat every single person as an equal, you know? We are all human beings. You don't treat anyone any differently because you wanna be treated the way that you treat other people, right? So pretty much what I'm saying is just be a kind human being, you know, and treat other people with respect. And if you see something wrong, if you see another individual disrespecting someone else, you know, no matter what they look like, you know, or the way they speak or whatever, stand up for that person, okay? Because it is not okay. We are all equals on planet Earth and it is not fair to treat other people with disrespect and be rude and criticize them and judge them. So just stop, okay? So this has to stop worldwide. And this is my voice, you know, no matter how small or how large a voice is, a voice is still a voice. And even one voice can still make change. And I want to encourage other people to just lead by example, you know, and just prove in your every single day life choices, the way that you walk around this planet and the way that you interact with every single person that you meet, just prove that you are, you know, you support 
anti-racism because that is so so important for you know the future of humanity we have to get along we have to respect each other god we're all just human beings on this planet okay no one is better than someone else so yeah i just really really wanted to say that and jack and i are going to link a few documents down below you know just for some helpful resources where you guys can see some petitions you know you can read more about the black lives matter movement just become more aware of what's really going on in the world today. And I strongly just yeah encourage you to keep up to date with, you know, credible news sources and speak to your family and friends about this topic because it is really important. So that's all I have to say about that. I kind of feel like Forrest Gump when I say that. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for covering that, Tierra. I think you can do a much better job at conveying both of our emotions than... Uh, myself. So yeah, I really appreciate you saying that. And I'm firmly with you on everything that you said. So mm -hmm. yeah, we'll link some resources in the show notes, just some petitions, some more information. Because both of us last week made the excuse that we didn't really know enough about anything to post about it, and that we didn't want to get too involved. But if you find yourself in that position, that's where these resources below will really help you actually educate yourself on what's been going on and how you can help as well. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Okay, guys, so let's get into the next chunk of this episode. This is episode eight. So Jack, kick it off. How have your past two weeks been in terms of training and nutrition? I know we've got quite a few updates. So yeah, a couple of weeks ago in Australia, so obviously the Australians will, will know, but we got quite a surprise announcement saying, that the gyms would be opening about two weeks earlier than they initially planned, which was excellent news for us. And we had a 20 person limit for the gym and slowly that's actually been taken back and improved for Queensland at least, I'm not sure about other states. So now I'm pretty sure the regulation now is they're allowed one person every seven square meters. Mm -hmm. And so that means bigger gyms, like we're training at World Gym, Mount Cravat, they can have like, 20 people per section which ends up being almost 80 people yeah. or 100 people which makes sense you know because if they just had this rule 20 people in one facility right it's very different if there's 20 people in one tiny little cramped cafe compared to 20 people in a massive warehouse gym so i'm so grateful that they did you know loosen those restrictions a bit but it's it's interesting because we are new membership guys we uh we did buy a new membership to world's gym mount gravat because world's gym brisbane is still closed unfortunately but once World's Gym Brisbane opens, then we plan to get the passport membership so we can just go to all of the World's Gyms. But man, we went there for the first time on Friday and it was really interesting because the gym, it's like blocked off in sections with like tape. And we actually saw the police in the mm. gym. First time I've ever seen the popo in the gym. But uh, yeah, they're making sure people are social distancing. But yeah, Jack, sorry, I totally interrupted. <laughs> Yeah, so we've, as Tierra said, we've been training in the gym now since Friday. So we've had three sessions now. We trained at home once, actually. But yeah, things are going really smoothly because we were able to train very well from home. Like my strength is pretty much back where it was before, if not better, on at least the things I was training from home, like the back squat, RDL, things like that. OHP, bench. Oh. You're stronger, man, because you've been training hard. You look great and you've 
put on a lot of muscle. Thanks. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> and yeah, the only thing that's taking some use to getting back to is the machine. So things like leg press, leg extension, leg curl, taking a little bit easy on those. And yeah, I've already kind of realized after leg day that my, because the leg extension we had at home was pretty crap. And <laughs> like my quads are really feeling it after leg day. Like they've, they're pretty damn fatigued, lots of doms. So yeah, there's not too much to report on so far. Like just training well, eating well. My body weight's currently about 93 kilos. Damn, yeah. And this is the first time in your life you've ever been 93. Yeah, yep. consistently. Well, I've, yeah. yeah, I've been able to say that since 90 kilos. So. <laughs> still, it's still a huge achievement. And yeah, I'm currently week five of my mesocycle at the moment, probably deloading after next week as well. And yeah, since I've been doing these like five to six week blocks, everything has been going well. And something else to update on is actually my volume, which a couple of episodes ago, I was saying that I was lowering it to like closer to 10 to 15 sets per exercise, per body part per week. And I've consistently kept that up. It's been going really well, actually. And I've just been able to recover a bit better between each session. I've noticed the improvement in strength as well. And I kind of just like being able to go in there saying, okay, I'm, I got two sets of squats, two sets of bench, two sets of OHP, even leg press and just attack those sets. I still end up doing a decent amount of volume throughout the whole session, like probably even seven to eight sets per body part. And I just, yeah, do that and then I'm done. My sessions are a bit shorter as well, which is nice. Yeah, it's that perfect balance between you're doing enough work, you're working at a high intensity, but you've somewhat eliminated that anxiety component, you know, because mm. anyone who's at a training age like you and lifting the sorts of weights that you do, you know, when it comes to leg day, right? Like if you've got a squat heavy that day, it's normal for some anxiety to set in, especially if you're like, oh shiz, I got to do three, four, five, six sets of squats today, right? Like just the thought of that can actually be harder to deal with than the actual weight on your back during the squat. So I can imagine, yeah, two sets, you're like, this will be tough, but I can do it because it's only two sets, right? Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, especially that applies to RDLs, which is kind of the anxiety giver at the moment. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's also the anxiety of not hitting numbers because I know I'm going to feel bad if I don't get yeah. a specific weight. But yeah, it is first world problems that is. So yeah. Um, yeah, things have just been going well. Can't really think of too much else to to um, give any feedback on. But yeah, I'll probably be continuing to gain some body weight for the next two months. So June, July, and then mini cutting from August. And hopefully they give out some dates for season A next year soon so we can sort of plan out a bit better. Yeah, and how about season B, you know, going with clients and everything like that? Yeah, so we... Well, we both had a few extra add-ons with clients, which is excellent. And I have Ian, who's come on with us for season B this year. He's doing men's physique. He's looking really good. So very eager to see how he's mm. going to go with that. Yeah. Anyone who wants to look up, it's just Ian Angus on Instagram. Yeah. 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 And he's on our uh, stories at the moment as well. Yeah. So. Looking awesome. So that should be really exciting. And heck, who knows? You know, I think Ian will definitely be a top 
contender, you know, and uh, I'd imagine he'll qualify to go to nationals. So who knows? The end of this year, you know, it's looking bright, you know, with restrictions, you know, easing and everything. Season B is certainly going ahead. Like the fact that we can come back, you know, and we can go to all these season B shows, you know, and potentially go to nationals, travel down to Adelaide. It'll be really celebratory and it'll be really special considering that these last few months have kind of been like, eh, like just yeah. like isolated at home, right? We need some, we need to go somewhere and do something with a bunch of bodybuilders, right? Mm. Yeah, we were, we were meant to go to Bali yesterday or the day before. We were meant to leave for Bali two days ago. We were supposed to be sitting on a beach right now, you know, drinking lime soda waters or like out on the water paddle boarding and going to buffets all day and just living life in Bali. But darn, hopefully next year, you know, we, we booked an all-inclusive resort trip with Club Med, who we went to Thailand with last year, which was amazing. But uh Hopefully next year, you know, coronavirus is all better. You know, let's pray that there's a vaccine. And yeah, next year after season A concludes, maybe that's when we can do our Bali trip. Yeah. Very, very special. <laughs> How's your week going there? Gosh, man, I feel like so much has happened the past two weeks. So I did turn 23 on Friday, which was super duper special. So it was my birthday. And it was pretty funny because uh, like when I when we recorded the last podcast, I talked about how when I turned 22, I woke up singing Taylor Swift and her song 22. But I was like, man, I don't think there's a song called 23. But after I recorded that podcast, like so many people messaged me the song What's My Age Again by Blink 182. And I cannot believe that I forgot that song because I freaking love Blink-182. I actually saw them live at Soundwave in 2013. So gosh, I, I love that song, but I thought it was really sweet that a lot of people were like, Tierra, you got to listen to this song. But on the flip side in that song, they say, <laughs> they say pretty much 23 is the year where nobody likes you. So mm. I was like, oh, <laughs> but hey, there's still a song about being 23 and it's by an awesome band. But uh, so yeah, 23 on Friday was super special. Um, pretty much, you know, I just got to spend the wonderful day with Jack. Uh, we went to Wellington Point Beach that week with the dogs and my family, which is Wellington Point's beautiful at low tide, you know. Um, it goes all the way out to King Island, which is like a kilometer walk along this sand bank. And we went out there with the dogs and played fetch, which if you can't tell by now, one of my favorite things to do is just go to the beach with the dogs and just be in the sun. It makes me so happy. But yeah, that was really special. And Jack, as a birthday present, he got me a new Kindle so that we can both be bookworms at night. And because um, <laughs> like every single night, you know, Jack and I chill out for like an hour, watch some Netflix, but then we get into bed and, you know, Jack puts on his like blue light glasses and reads his books and I just fall asleep. But now he got me a Kindle so I can read too, which is really wonderful. And it has actually made me just pass out like a rock afterward. But yeah, I have a new Kindle now, which is awesome. Probably going to change my life. The only books on there are like PDF books about exercise and nutrition, but that's what I love to read about. And I actually just bought Brett Contreras' Glute Lab book. So I'm through about 10% through reading that, which is awesome. So I am learning how to grow my glutes through science by the glute guy. So that's pretty cool. And, but yeah, on Friday, which was the 5th of June, uh, that's like, it was so celebratory. I couldn't have wished for anything else. That's actually the first day we went back to the gym. Mm. So we went to World's Gym Mount Gravatt and that was really fun. And 
I kind of did what everyone is saying don't do. So it's kind of like do what I say, but not what I do. But like I went in there, I'm like, man, haven't been in the gym for 74 days. I'm starting with bench and I'm going for a PB. So <laughs> I, uh, I put 50 kilograms on the bar and tried to do as many reps as I could. And I got 10 reps, which I have never done before in my life. So 10 reps at 50 kilograms for bench. And that was super duper special. I put a video of it on my Instagram and I thought it was funny because at the time, Jack only thought that I had eight reps in me and he went to like re-rack the bar and I'm like, no, two more. And he just laughed. No, I, I knew you had more reps, <laughs> but I just thought you were a bit silly for going for 10. Oh, well, you know, like you like that's why I'll probably remember my 23rd birthday the most because of that bench PB, which was really special. And I thought it was so funny because I came home and my dad had emailed me some photos of him benching, but he had 50 kilograms in each, a 50 kilogram dumbbell in each hand and um he's and he did that for 10 reps so it was like 200 percent of what i did but i thought that was really funny and i i reposted that to my story and i spoke about this last time but how my dad so one point i forgot to mention which i thought was just crazy right so when my dad was 26 he weighed 90 kilograms and he benched 182.5 kilograms twice which is freaking insane right and that's not even with an arch he just he just puts his back just absolutely flat but he pointed out to me that the reason why he wanted to lift 182.5 is because that's over twice his body weight right so a lot of people can deadlift a lot of people can well maybe not a lot of people not many people <laughs> people you and i surround ourselves with it's 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 common kind of to be able to deadlift or squat you know twice your body squat weight or deadlift but twice my body weight oh give it some years you know you'll get there but like what i'm trying to say is can you please tell me one person who can bench twice their body weight like that is insane benching twice your body weight that and for two reps like Shiz, man, I'm glad I inherited those pec genetics because... <laughs> Imagine if you're a guy. Dude, man, I would just be... <laughs> Watch out. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was great. But yeah, just had an awesome birthday weekend. It was really, really special. My family had a barbecue for me. My sister, uh, they're like, they're vegans and vegetarians. So we just had like a big vegetable barbecue. And uh, my sister made me a nice carrot cake. My dad gave me a whole bunch of sardines, which is always a joke. Everyone always gives me canned fish on my birthday, which is like, I don't mind because I freaking love canned fish, but it's become like a funny thing to do. <laughs> I can't remember last time. I didn't time. give you any this year. <laughs> Not this, well, dad cans made up for it but you've definitely given me cans of tuna and oysters and kippers in the past <laughs> but yeah it was an awesome weekend um but other than that it's freaking just epic to be back in the gym so yeah training at world's gym mount gravat now it is so nice you know like man do i appreciate having nice equipment compared to like we've we've done really well here at home but nothing will ever compare you know being in a real gym with actual equipment you know and the atmosphere as well and just the environment and being surrounded by other people who are training too you can't replicate that at home you know we we can't replicate that in our dining room and yeah, it's um it's been absolutely wonderful and damn World's Gym Malkavat has some really good equipment. I think like yesterday we trained legs and they have this leg extension that is the 
best leg extension Jack and I have ever used in our lives. It's like you can get full, full range of motion. I've never seen, like usually when I use a leg extension, sometimes I feel like I can only really contract the like the lower portion of my quad, so the distal part. Um, teardrop. Yeah, like near the teardrop. But this one, like I feel it in my entire quad all the way up to my hip. So it's epic. I am going to step on stage next year with better quads, I swear to God. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited and it's good, right? Like now that we're back in the gym, I can write myself a new program too. Finally reunited mm-hmm. with a leg press. They have an amazing like single leg leg press machine there. It's the best leg press I've ever used as well because when I've done leg press in the past, I always feel like I get this like weird twinge in my back. Um, and yeah, it's just been tough. But yeah, I feel this one really well in my quads, not on my hamstrings at all, no pain. And man, it's just nice to be able to like for Bulgarian split squats to be able to use like a kettlebell, like, cause Jack and I really just have like our rusty dumbbells and plates here, which is just, they're clunky and it's just nice to be back in the gym is all I can really say. So yeah, it's really special. But other than that, what, what else, you know, body composition wise. So my body weight's actually like, it's been steadily increasing, like, right. So I think last time I updated, I think my body weight was around like 63, 63 flat on average or something. And then like now, like this morning, over the past two weeks, it's now this morning, I was 63.8 kilograms. And to be honest, I think it's increasing too quick. (laughs) And I think the rest day roasts have something to do with that. (laughs) They're putting me into a, too much of a surplus, man. Um, so what we've actually, do what I say and not what I do. <laughs> no, you can be in a surplus if you want. Um, no, but what I'm saying is like, I think that now my, like I fully recovered from my comp comp was over three months ago, you know, and I feel great. And I'm up by like over around five kilograms now from stage weight, which is awesome. Feel really good. But I think that, you know, I want to slow down this rate again. Like it's not, I don't need to keep putting on more body fat. It's just going to be unproductive. It's just, I'm just going to have to lose it later. I'm not saying overall until I start prep again around October, I'm not going to gain any weight. I just need to slow it down. So Right now my macros, well, they've changed now today, but previously, you know, they're around that 375 grams of carbs, 180 protein and 45 fat. I've just slightly brought those down to 350 carb, 40 fat and keeping my protein high because I love my protein. Um, so it's about just, just over a 100 calorie drop, which I think should have me closer. It's around 2,500 calories, which should be closer to my maintenance. And but- how will you accommodate for the roasts? I'm just gonna have to start factor them in, man. <laughs> so like, what if? Because what I've been doing is I've just been eating normal, been, and then I been, just eat, in, and then I eat. Just eat let's just put roast. it into perspective <laughs> a little bit. So, I obviously eat probably double the amount of food, food Tierra does, uh-huh. <laughs> and you eat the same amount of food as me at the roast. Yeah. And I restrict my meals earlier during the day to yeah. make room for that roast. Yeah. So that puts it into perspective. I know people. you're perfect. But hey. No, I'm not, but I'm just, even I've been gaining a little bit of weight from them, so. Yeah, I know. But I guess the way that I've just always, like, I have such a better relationship with food now. It is amazing. Like, years ago, one, I could have never been able to eat, like, just a big meal and then just move on with my life. Like, now... I just feel amazing, right? Just being able to just eat normally and then just have a nice big roast dinner once a week. And then the next day, just start eating normally again. Like from my mindset, I'm in such a different place and I feel so good because there's no 
and there's like no tinge of guilt or anxiety around that meal i'm just like it's just food like let's just move on with life right um but yeah certainly i can see the data you know obviously my weight is starting to climb at a faster rate now that we're just having and it's crazy it's just one meal right um one big meal per week but yeah i'll just start to factor that in so across the day i'll just you know have a little bit less carbs a little bit less fat whatever we're eating but we are actually changing it. We've discussed potentially from a rest day roast to a leg day roast. <laughs> which it won't even be leg day on a Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, a, tra- Upper day roast. a training day roast. Yeah, a workout day roast. I don't know. But yeah, because we've been having on Sunday, which is our rest day, which makes sense because like we, we have, well, we're still pretty busy on Sundays, but we have more time that afternoon so we can just chill out, like make some food together. But it probably does make more sense to do it after like a big upper body session. Just to have a big workout, then come home to have a chicken rather than chill out during the day and then eat half chicken. So, Mm. yeah. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe it'll make a difference. But yeah, I'm just slightly just adjusting my macros down because obviously I'm in a surplus right now. um, But just bringing myself back down to maintenance and then just keep adjusting from there. But I feel really good in my body. You know, I, I, I feel confident. I feel really strong. This is by far the best I've ever looked at this body weight. I feel amazing, but I just know, you know, projected into the future, I can't keep uh, gaining weight at this rate because it really just is going to be unproductive. But yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much me. Is there anything else that you wanted to add this episode, Jack? Yeah, so this Friday, we are actually interviewing a physiotherapist called Scott. I can't pronounce his last name right now. He's not just any any physiotherapist. He is your physiotherapist. Yes, he is. Yeah. And yeah, he's a really, really great physio. Probably the best one I've been to. And I think I've discussed this previously, but yeah, he's a powerlifter himself, which is one of the reasons why I appreciate his work so much. And we're getting him on the podcast on Friday to discuss all things physiotherapy and if you have any questions, like some of you are obviously going to listen, most of you are probably going to listen to this after Friday, but if you have any questions and it's not Friday the 12th of June, <laughs> then yeah, let us know. And we've never, I think this will be the first podcast where it's non-nutritional exercise. Well, of course it's related to exercise, but it's not directly linked to something we've done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be, should be a really, really cool interview. We've all, we've already put out a question poll on our Instagrams and, you know, gotten heap of great questions. But uh, if you guys have anything else and you listen to this episode between now and the 12th of June, uh, yeah, just DM us and we can hopefully ask him mm. your question. Should be yeah. good. But we're trying to avoid answering uh, specific questions like mm-hmm. why is my knee hurting because yeah. it's just too difficult to answer that stuff for him yeah similar how on this part i will on our q a episodes you know sometimes we get asked a lot of questions some of them are very very individualized mm-hmm. and you know you can't really give a broad answer to a very individual question yeah so it's tough and i think it would be even worse for physio because like i don't know much about physio no. i'm not going to comment uh, <laughs> i admire the man like yeah. <laughs> It's insane. I wouldn't know because you can't see it, you know, you mm. just and you just have to trust that what people are telling you the way that they're feeling, it's the correct feeling, you know, and gosh, if someone just comes to you, it's, it's so broad. They're like, my back hurts. Like, yeah. where do you go from there? It's it's freaking impressive. 
Mm. I'm sure people find us impressive, impressive with nutrition. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> anyway, so the, uh, the end of this episode, we always finish on one question. What do we want to improve on this next week? So Jack, what do you want to improve on? So I want to improve on my RDL, which I'll be doing on Friday, I think. And the reason being is at home, I've been stuck doing uh, a specific weight. Like one, the max I could go up to was 160. But the thing is like the weight was a lot smaller. Mm -hmm. So I had a much greater range of motion and I need to start working back up beyond 160. And Mm -hmm. I did it actually last week at World Gym Mount Gravatta and it felt really good because the range of motion was so much smaller. So basically what I was doing at home was I was basically doing like deficit RDLs. Mm -hmm. Like I was basically the equivalent of elevating myself on a plate. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm not elevating myself, it's actually feeling a lot better. And I think, because I think at home I was previously going a bit too low, like to the mm-hmm. point where my back was almost yeah. below horizontal. Yeah, you get to that point where your lower back is going to come in a hell of a lot more. Yeah, and now that it's not doing that, it felt a lot better, but I just need to, I want to get, in the next like mm, two or three months, I would like to get to 170 mm-hmm. plus for my RDL for eight to 10 reps. Yeah, I felt the exact same, and it is amazing, because here, one, we've been using that really funky 10.3 kilogram little bar right and then stacking up these little rusty plates which are quite small on the side but yeah i've been lifting here around 75 kilograms for my rdls but yesterday i did 75 kilograms at the gym and it felt so much better right it felt so much better so i know that i can now increase my weight as well so Mm. it's good it's nice to be back (laughs) what do you want to improve on what do i want to improve I kind of want to, well, I kind of want to maintain. I think my goal this week is to try to, yeah, just uh, with that slight caloric. Improve by maintaining. I want to improve by maintaining. That's right. But uh, yeah, with that slight caloric reduction, you know, I pretty much want to just try to maintain my body weight for this next week, you know, around that high 63 mark. Uh, like, and yeah, that's pretty much my goal, like to maintain my body weight. Yes. Awesome. Very exciting. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so that is the end of this episode. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag Jack, tag myself, tag the bodybuilding dietitians, and uh, we'll catch you next week. See you guys.